0: Hi friends, welcome to the 10th episode of Rising Beyond Puedekta. This podcast was created as part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. A very happy 73rd Republic Day to Indians all over the world. 26th January is the day when the constitution of India came into effect. And we Indians celebrated with great pomp and show honoring our military power and our rich cultural heritage. We proudly sport our national flag on our dresses, faces and vehicles to show our love for the country. Don't we? But do you know Which emotion of ours can depict us as a true nationalistic personality? Well, it's the complex emotion called Patriotism. That is an emotion that involves multiple feelings like love, attachment, respect, responsibility, and loyalty towards our nation. Patriotism is a vibrant color that can enhance our personality exponentially and ensure us success in all our endeavours. There could not have been a better day than today to speak about patriotism and pay my tribute to a great patriot who was a simple entrepreneur but went on to become the architect of India's industrial growth. All because of this emotion of patriotism that overflowed from his heart. This Indian businessman was born in the pre-independence era in 1894 in a tiny village of Pilani in Rajasthan in a traditional Marwadi family. His grandfather was into money-lending business and his father diversified into trading business in Mumbai and Kolkata, trading mainly cotton, silver and grains. When he was in his 20s he inherited his family business and further diversified it into a manufacturing business in Kolkata though he began as an independent jute broker he went on to establish his own jute mill in 1918 he did this at the time when the policies of British government favored european merchants and discouraged the local merchants. He had to face a lot of obstacles. These European merchants enjoyed monopoly and used unethical ways to try and shut his business. But he had the nerves of steel. He persevered through all the hardships. When the World War I began, there was supply problem throughout the British Empire. The European merchants were forced to take the back seat, and now his business skyrocketed. It was then that he expanded and started another mill in Gwalior, Madhya Pradesh. He was not just a common businessman. Instead, he was a true patriot who wanted to free his country from the oppressive rule of the Britishers. His heart longed for equality, justice, and complete freedom. So, alongside his business, he also got deeply involved in politics and social service. By 1920, he had developed very close bond with Mahatma Gandhi himself and he actively took part in the freedom struggle by participating in the movements like non-cooperation movement. While Mahatma Gandhi passionately struggled for political freedom, This young man worked with equal obsession for the economic liberation of India. Not just physically, he also financially supported the freedom struggle with huge funds. In 1925, to confront the British business policies head-on, he, along with a group of industrialists, set up the Indian Chamber of Commerce. This was the first organized voice of indigenous Indian industry. A year later, he was elected to the Central Legislative Assembly and he also became the founding president of Harijan Sangh, an organization founded by Gandhiji. In 1927, he co-founded the Federation of Indian Chambers of Commerce and Industry FICCI the largest, and the oldest apex business organization in India. He continued to prosper in his business and set up sugar and paper mills too in the 1930s. To bring economic reforms in India, he represented India at the first and the second roundtable conferences in London along with Mahatma Gandhi. He ventured out into the automobile industry, too, in the 1940s. Simultaneously, he participated in the Quit India movement in 1942, and after that, he created history. He went on to establish the first major bank, the United Commercial Bank in India. In 1945, he co-authored the Economic Development Plan known as the Bombay Plan which was a major private sector initiative. After India gained independence in 1947, he diversified into tea, textiles, cement, chemicals, rayon and steel businesses and built a multi-billion dollar business empire. It was his patriotic heart that shaped India's industrial journey. On the social front, he founded many temples, planetariums and hospitals across India. With the vision to make his nation best in the world, he founded various educational institutes which included Engineering colleges, technology and science colleges, various schools, and so on. For his selfless contribution towards the growth and development of India, he was awarded the second highest civilian honour, the Padma Vibhushan, by the government in 1957. Yes, this is the story of the great patriot, freedom fighter industrialist and visionary Gansham Das Birla. You must be thinking that Gansham Das Birlaji was a god-gifted person, a multifaceted personality and so he contributed commendably in three different fields, business, politics and social service. <laughs> Ordinary people like us can take care only of a personal business. Quite true, but have you ever thought what motivated GD Bidla to achieve so much? It was his love, attachment, respect, responsibility and loyalty towards his nation, that is his patriotism. India was then in its worst phase with no infrastructure, no money, no policies, and no freedom. He did not go around simply complaining about what India lacked. But as a true patriot, he became the change he wished to see in his nation. He revolutionized everything around him, despite several odds. That is why he is called the doyen of Indian business industry. On the contrary, today, I find most of the people keep complaining and very few actually contribute towards nation building. This reminds me of a very bright student, one of my very bright students, who was concerned about everything that was not right around her. Her talks, her speeches, her discussions were full of criticism for her country. She highlighted all that she found problematic. She believed that her constant criticism displayed her love for the country. What I then did was, whenever she criticised something, I asked her to give me solutions for it. She could hardly come up with any. I then explained to her that, Criticising is very easy and anybody can do it. It requires grit. And determination to solve the problems. People who bring in the change are true patriots and not ones who simply criticize. She realized her mistake, consciously stopped criticizing and rather focused on finding solutions. I am glad to share that today, after college, in her free time, she volunteers with an NGO that is involved in educating street children making an effort to be a part of a solution of a very big problem. Friends, if you really want to solve the problems around you, if you really want to make the world a better place to live in, if you really want to achieve great success, then you have to develop your personality into a truly nationalistic one by filling your heart with true patriotism. You have to love your country so much that for its well-being, you fight all odds, bring in changes and lead your nation on to newer and greater heights. This will automatically ensure success in all your personal endeavors as well. In other words, to what Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. So, in a quest to enhance our personality, let's sincerely apply the 10th lesson, instill patriotism in our hearts, and rise beyond our apathy and selfishness. I hope you found this episode inspiring and worthwhile. If you did, then do follow my podcast and share it with your family and friends. See you soon with more insights, stories and suggestions to help you break the boundaries and rise beyond them.